we were headed to the sunny Bahamas, a one-week glorious vacation. The flight was nonstop from Atlanta to Nassau. Zeddy's Alzheimer's was mild, leading into moderate. So we land. She gets off the plane. She's waving to everybody. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Have a nice day. That's Zeddy. I'm trying to get all of our bags and motion to a sky cap to help us. We get to customs. The agent says, well, how are you all doing today? My mom decides to answer. Y'all, Zeddy talks for us. Well, hi, we're doing just fine. How are you, sir? I'm looking like, uh uh-oh, how is this going to go? I'm trying to motion to the gentleman to say, hey, like, you know, don't listen to her like, uh, ixnay, on the listen, a." But can you do pig Latin in the Bahamas when you're American and you don't really know how to do it right? Is that discriminatory? Anyway, I don't know. Zeddy keeps going. He says, what is your name? She says, Yvette Smiley Smith. And what is your occupation? She says, I'm a CPA. He says, well, I have a few questions about accounting. I've been trying to do my taxes. My mama says, well, go ahead. Maybe I can answer them. Y'all, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to look at this man and get his attention to say, sir, what you don't want to do is take advice from this lady with the Alzheimer's about your taxes over here in the Bahamas. What? Stop. 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 Because listen, my healthy brained mama would have said, well, sir, I am a CPA, but I haven't practiced accounting for years. I'm a forensic accountant. I do expert witness litigation. And I never did accounting in the Bahamas. But you have a great day, and I'm sure there's someone right here in the Bahamas that can help you out. And then we would have went on about our business. But this news Eddie <laughs> going to get that man arrested, okay? Going to have him in federal Bahamas Beach prison. Parenting Up, Caregiving Adventures with Comedian Jay Smiles is the intense journey of unexpectedly being fully responsible for the well-being of my mama. For almost a decade, I've been chipping away at the unknown, advocating for her, and pushing Alzheimer's awareness on anyone and anything with a heartbeat. Spoiler alert, I started comedy because this stuff is so heavy. Be ready for the jokes. Caregiver newbies, OGs, village members trying to just prop up a caregiver, you are in the right place. Hi, this is Zeddy. I hope you enjoy my daughter's podcast. Is that okay? Today's episode, No Way That Happened, Zany Zeddy Stories. Zeddy made a living convincing people that her perspective was correct. She was a forensic accountant. So she told lawyers, judges, juries, mediators, advocates, hey, listen to me. What I got to say is more writer (laughs) than those other people across the table or on the other side of the courtroom. Keep that in mind as I tell these stories. And all of the stories on this episode pertain to a period of time where Zeddy's Alzheimer's was somewhere from mild to moderate. Trust, 
she was fully in the grips of Alzheimer's. She absolutely needed 24-7 supervision when all of these stories went down. Story number one, Zeddy gets her purse, starts walking out of her room. The caregiver says, where are you going? Zeddy tells her, I have an appointment to meet Judge Jackson. The caregiver says, Jay didn't tell me anything about an appointment to meet Judge Jackson. Zeddy retorts, I'm JG's mama. She doesn't tell me where to go. I have an appointment to meet Judge Jackson. So either you're going to take me or I'm going to drive myself. Now, at this point, Zeddy has her purse and a top on and pajama pants. So the caregiver attempts to redirect Zeddy. Well, let's go and get dressed. If you're going to meet with Judge Jackson, you need to have on a proper suit. The caregiver is hoping that in an effort to take it to the closet, get dressed in a suit, maybe Zeddy will forget. Zeddy goes, they get dressed, Zeddy gets on a suit and says, okay, I'm ready. We got to go meet Judge Jackson. I have the address. I know exactly where to go. Come on. The caregiver starts to get anxious. She says, okay, wait, wait, we got to find your shoes. At this time, Zeddy just has on her house slippers. Zeddy says, oh, yes, that's a good point. They get the shoes. The caregiver is waiting at any moment for Zeddy to forget about this appointment. She is walking to the steps. Nope, doesn't forget. The caregiver says, well, wait, we got to comb your hair. Zeddy's like, well, hurry up because we cannot be late. So they comb the hair. Zeddy says, oh, I need my lipstick. Zeddy gets the popping lip. Zeddy believes in a red lip. Gets the popping red lip, gets in the mirror, puts on the lipstick. Now she's ready. About two hours have passed in the primping. They go, they get in the car. They're driving around. Zeddy is saying, keep going. Okay, turn right here. Okay, go straight. Okay, turn right here. Okay, go straight. Zeddy is directing her on where to go to get to this appointment with Judge Jackson. She has her purse. She has her attache case. They never find the office. So in a panic, the caregiver calls me. <gasps> Jay, I'm so sorry. Your mother can't remember how to get to Judge Jackson's office. We are late for her appointment, and she is so upset. Please, can you tell me how to get there? Or can you call Judge Jackson and let him know that we're late? And I'm like, uh, excuse me? Judge Jackson? Appointment? My mama? Where are you? She says, well, I'm trying to get your mom to her appointment with Judge Jackson. I'm like, uh, ma'am. What I can tell you is directions back to my house and how you better hurry up and get back there before you get fired because my mama don't have no appointment with no Judge Jackson and with no attache case. She's retired and you have been hoodwinked, ma'am. Bamboozled. Plymouth Rock has landed on you. What are you talking about? I told you when I hired you, there are no appointments unless they come through Jay, if Jay smiles, JG doesn't tell you about the appointment. It doesn't exist. 
Y'all, my mama was so nice with it. Her language, her diction was so smooth and so good. She tricked the lady. They've been out driving around the city an hour looking for this judge's office. Now, this lady, her job is to be my mama's Alzheimer's caregiver. And said, talk that lady. <laughs> Talk that lady into driving her to an appointment with a judge to go work on a case, not to go to the podiatrist. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could get it if Zeddy said, hey, I got a doctor's appointment or, hey, I have to go and turn in my Social Security card. OK, no, she didn't convince this lady that she has to go talk to a judge about a case that my mama says she's working on. <laughs> I was looking at that caregiver like, well, who got the Alzheimer's? Whew. There was a time I hired a caregiver who needed a second chance. You know how you come across those people in life where you're like, ah, you made a few questionable turns and decisions in life, but who hadn't? Right. Your spirit is good. You got good energy. My mom likes you. All right. Cool. Let's give it a shot. And she had the proper training. She came from a very reputable agency. All right. Cool. And she was willing to do the night shift, which is also a very big deal. Right. Yeah. We have a garage attached to the house. And the trash cans sit in the garage. The door that lets you go into the house, some people leave that door unlocked, thinking that the garage bay where they drive their car through is enough protection. Eh, not me. Jason Miles is like, eh, I believe in redundancy. You can't have too many locked doors. I get that from Jocko Anglo, my maternal grandmama, and my daddy. This baby. <laughs> Is going to take the garbage out into the garage. Locks the door behind herself. She has locked herself out of the house. Locked my mama in the house. My mama is locked in the house by herself. I'm out of the town. Right? <laughs> I can't make these stories up. I have a hired caregiver that works for an agency. And she has locked herself out the house, mama in the house. So when people ask me how many caregivers have you had, I tell you what, I didn't have more caregivers than I had boyfriends. Okay, okay. It's like magic. Luckily, it's a big requirement for me that all caregivers keep their cell phone on their person. So she had her cell phone on her, and she was able to call a Jay Smiles team member to come and let her in the house. But what? <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, as soon as I found out about that, she was what let it go. One time I walked into my mother's room. This was after I had done a show. When I come back off a Jay Smiles set, it's a high. It is a huge high. I have to kind of manage my inside emotions with my outside reality. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's, a, it's a really trippy situation. 
I walk into Zeddy's room. So it's, you know, late. I don't know, two, one, two, three in the morning, something like that. Y'all, my mother is in her room. The caregiver is sitting on the couch in Zeddy's room. I walk in. The caregiver just waves. Hey, Jay, how was the show? I was like, it went good. How you doing? How's everything going? She's like, it's good. Zeddy's back there relaxing. My mom's bed is right behind her couch. Zeddy says, hey, JG, how you doing? I go to my mom to give her a hug. I move the sheet back. The only thing over my mom is the top sheet. I move the sheet back. My mother is in her full birthday suit. When I tell you full birthday suit, I mean not a stitch of clothing. Do you hear me? Nothing. Not a bra, not panties, not not a bed pad under her, not adult control briefs, nothing. It gets better. But, okay, by better, I mean worse. There are small, <laughs> oh, God, it's only funny because she's okay. There are small plastic bags. And by plastic bags, I mean small, I mean the little trash bags. You know, like the little four-ounce bags that you put in the small trash bags in your bathroom, like the little four-ounce jimmies, there's one four-ounce trash bag around each foot. Yeah. I mean, it looks like my mom is trying to do some real hokey version of slip and slide, like something that I would have done when I was a kid. I would have, like, maybe put trash bags on and then put rubber bands around my ankles and then tried to do a slip and slide across the kitchen floor. If I put water and soap suds all across the floor. Like my mom was about to try to do that. Except she has Alzheimer's and she's in her 70s. And that, that really wouldn't be cool. So I take the bags off. And I'm like, what's going on? Then my mom was like, yo, there's like Vaseline all over her feet. My mom's feet are shining like pork chop grease. I asked the caregiver what's going on, and she said, well, I wanted to give your mom a pedicure, and when I started the lotioning process, and I wanted to do some kind of at-home remedy version of, like, a paraffin treatment, she wouldn't let me finish, so I just left her alone. Really? Again, y'all, this person came from a highly reputable agency and I said so what so what's up with her being naked and she said well I was going to put her clothes on her after I finished with this at-home paraffin pedicure thing so then when she wouldn't let you finish the pedicure you just decided to not do do the rest you just don't put no clothes on my mama so y'all you know my immediate thought is so if there's a fire or a burglary my mama gotta run down the street naked with trash bags and vaseline on her feet you (laughs) you got me effed up right now i'm paying you for this yo i could get ray charles in here for this (laughs) anyway so uh i escorted her to her car That was her last five minutes, I think. Yeah. We are a Coca-Cola crew. Me and Zaddy, we do Coca-Cola. We don't fool with them other sodas, pops, colas, whatever you want to call it. We do Coke. We are offended 
offended with an A. Offended if you come at us with something else. They got bubbles in it and it's not alcohol. Okay. Just put that out there. So it's been tricky managing my mother's carbonated beverage intake. Sugar is seriously horrible for Alzheimer's and dementia sufferers. I can get away with not giving her Coca-Cola except for commercials. <laughs> In episode 14, I talked extensively about the impact that commercials have on my mom. Sometimes positive, but more often than not, quite negative. Y'all, Zeddy was having a crazy Coca-Cola fix. I mean, it was out of control. <laughs> I don't even remember how long it had been since she had a Coke, but she kept requesting it. She was asking me. She was asking my business manager, all of my friends, all of the caregivers, and they were teaming up on me. They were like, seriously, Jay, Jay Smiles, come on. She could have at least one Coke, please. Of course I would like her to have a Coke, but I'm thinking we're getting close. We're getting close to breaking this sugar addiction if she's getting this bad when she's begging everybody for one if we could just get a few more days or make it a week then maybe we can crack the habit I was using age-old tricks that my granddaddy granddaddy as I called him used my mom's dad MD on me all the time which is you never say no you just always move the ball so I say things like oh ma I'm so sorry Zeddy we don't have any Coca-Cola right now. I will get some tomorrow. Or the store ran out of Coca-Cola. I don't know what's going on. I'm mad too. I wish I could have some. Or the doctor said, we can't have Coca-Cola right now. Or the priest said, we have to give up Coca-Cola for Lent. My mama will do almost anything that I say that the priest suggested. One day... She'd had enough of all of my moving the ball tactics. She said, I want one of those. A Coca-Cola commercial came on the TV and she pointed, I want one of those. Our response was, oh man, don't have no money. Okay, tomorrow we can get one. Tomorrow we go to the bank, get some money, get one. They didn't say anything. She got up, she disappeared. Y'all, she comes back hands me a big face hundred, <laughs> a big face hundred. Now, I think I've mentioned this before, but in the southern part of the United States, big face hundred, country saying for new money, big meaning the large new $100 bill, hundred, instead of saying 100, you say hundred. I don't know how she got a hundred dollar bill. And I don't know how she knew that a $100 bill was actually money, <laughs> that that was currency that she could give to get <laughs> to get a Coca-Cola. And how, where did she, okay, blew my mind. <laughs> anyway, okay, so she got the Coca-Cola. <laughs> Said he got the Coca-Cola that night. Yeah, yep, she won. She handed me that big face hundred. She said, here, go to the store and get me a Coca-Cola. And she smiled. She wasn't even mad about it. Bless her heart. She was like, oh, 
It's, it's like something clicked in her mind. Oh, I didn't know we needed some money. I didn't know you needed some money. It was almost like, you should have said that a long time ago. <laughs> I wear eyeglasses. I have worn eyeglasses since the fourth grade. My vision has gone up and down as to how much I need them. What's crazy, too, is I really can't wear contacts. My allergies and sinuses have me constantly sneeze. Well, actually, I don't sneeze. My allergies and sinuses have me constantly touching my nose, eyes, making some very ungodly type noises that I won't do right now on the mic. So contacts don't really work. So I decided some time ago I'll make eyeglasses a part of my fashion statement. They'll be my eyewear. So more than more than earrings or a neck piece, eyewear, that'll be my thing. But I do have favorites. Even though I have a lot of eyewear, I have favorites. Y'all, my favorite glasses were missing for more than a week. And pretty much I always blame things that are missing on other people. <laughs> it's a thing. My team, my friends, they know I never ever accept that I misplaced it or I might have lost it. What are you talking about? Get out of here. I'm Marion's granddaughter. So it's somebody else's fault. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Typically, I blame it on these invisible minions that I think come in my room, come in my office, go in my car, go in my closet and just move stuff around and hide it from me just to make me crazy. Right. My favorite eyeglasses have been missing for more than a week. But because I have multiple pair, I'm able to continue my life. But I'm frustrated and pissed off. Why 12 days later? I come home from a long trip. I walk into my mom's closet. I'm like, Ma, Sadie, hey, it's JG, I'm back. How you doing? I love you. She flips around. Hey, JG, I love you. She got on my glasses. Why is she wearing my glasses? I'm like, Sadie, you, you, <laughs> you got on my glasses. She said, no, these are mine. These are my glasses, JG. I've been had these. I've, these, I've, been, I've been wearing these glasses. Y'all, she stole my glasses. Then I look down. She has on my cuff. She has on one of my favorite mesh gold cups. My stylist, the one and only No IG Jeremy. The real No IG Jeremy. It's one of my standard pieces when I'm ready to go, you know, kill them with my Wonder Woman bangling when I'm trying to, you know, really close a deal. I'm like, now I'm looking down. At, I said, Zadie, that's my... And she said, no, this is mine. Now, what's hilarious, y'all, I'm looking down. This baby's hand, forearm, wrist, everything is starting to turn a light purple. My mom's a little heavier than I am. <laughs> I don't even know how she got her wrist into my cuff. <laughs> but in a minute, we're going to have to have surgery to get my stuff off of her. <laughs> That's my boodle. Anyway. I had to wait till she went to sleep to get my glasses and my cuff. Ay, ay, ay. My entire life, Zeddy and I had this inside joke around using the word thing. T-H-I-N-G. If either one of us said, I can't find my thing or where's that thing or, ooh, my thing hurts, our reference would be okay wait first of all we only did this amongst ourselves and in private just the two of us we were only referencing 
pretty much our private area, our girly parts. Like if my mom said it, then I would, the response would be, oh, you really in trouble if you can't find your thing. Get it? But don't, don't. Or, well, what were you doing last night if your thing is hurting? <laughs> and we started even when I was a teenager, like maybe 13, 14, 15 years old. And that was as nasty as the jokes got. Like for my mother, a strong curse word was, oh, cream cheese or darn it. Like if you got a real curse word out of my mom, she probably was in fear and was in physical pain. Because even if she was very angry, my mother didn't curse. She'd used big words and talked very slowly. I wanted to give you that little bit of background for this next story. I was assisting Zeddy in getting dressed. Her panties and pants were half the way up. She stood up and started walking before everything was completely up and covering all of her private area. And I said, hold on, mom. You're still exposed. You can't just have your thing out. You got to at least charge them $20 if you're going to let them see your thing. Yeah, she stopped, turned, looked at me and said, $20? If they see my thing, we going to live in Beverly Hills. I said, high five, baby. My bad. Look at me. Maybe that's the problem, mama. I've been selling myself too cheap. <laughs> yep. Well, we not in Beverly Hills yet. But just keep listening. Who knows? The snuggle up number one. Weird, zany, hilarious. I can't believe that happened. Stuff occurs every day in the life of a caregiver. If nobody got hurt, after you take a deep breath and get over being pissed off, laugh about it and talk to your caregiver supporters about it. You may not be able to tell everybody that the person that you're paying locked themselves out the house. Everybody can't handle that. You know who can handle it. Tell them about it. Laugh about it over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. Let the steam out. Enjoy yourself. Number two, if you want to join the community and be interviewed on the podcast, let me know. Or if you want to anonymously give me your story and I can weave it into the podcast, let me know that too. Look into the show notes or how to get in touch with me. You know you can join the community through the Get Vocal on Monday evenings and or by joining the podcast email link. Can't wait to connect. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe for continuous caregiving tips, tricks, trends, and truth. Pretty, pretty, please with sugar on top. Share and review it too. I'm a comedian. Alzheimer's is heavy, but we ain't gotta be.